<laughs> Kenny, Kenny just texted me and said, are you guys close to a break? I'm almost back and I need to put things in the fridge. Well, Kenny. No. The thing is. We just started. We buddy. just get started. Uh, I can't. We can't. I mean. There's no stopping us now. The we, train is on the tracks. We're going 100 we'll miles per hour. You come. We will have to pause when he comes so we can put things in the fridge. The brake lever is broken. The train operator is Dominic. Hypnotized. I'm Dominic. 15. Oh, okay. What's <laughs> my number? <laughs> 12. No, 14. Well, I just paid you with money I didn't even know I had on there still. Oh, yeah, on um, Venmo money? Yeah, oh, I love that. I had PayPal money once, and I got something free on Etsy that I didn't think I was going to get. <laughs> that was exciting. That was a good day for me. I also still have an Amazon gift card. So aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was exciting. I got to buy unbleached tea bags. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. What did you buy on Etsy? Someone's fingernails or? I bought draft cards. They're up there. Kenny wanted to to know what they looked like, so I bought them. Draft cards? Military draft? Like the cards that, yeah, that you got sent in the mail when they were like, we're going to get you. Can I see? Oh, my God. Where are they? (laughs) Can I see the one? It's like a notice of service. I don't know. It's not not the I'm going to get you cards. Do you see that, that stack of cardboard? Yeah, that. Oh, the the things that you just knocked off the stack of cardboard. <laughs> you just handed me the cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Those. Mm-hmm. Selective service system notice of classification. The law requires you, subject to heavy penalty for violation, to carry this notice in addition to your registration certificate on your person at all times. Oh, I thought it was... So it's like, okay, so you're in this class. If we call this class to service, this is a wild-ass guess, you fucking getting getting caught. You getting got. Okay, so this is just like a warning. Yeah, it's like, we coming for you. Okay. But then they keep changing his class, you know, because it's the same man. Oh. This is like, it's like a weird, his like ID tag kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like, it's someone's handwriting because it's the same handwriting. So do you think it's his? Do you think he writes his own name on it? No, maybe not. Maybe it's a ghost. (laughs) I was thinking about how we're going to have to delete the whole podcast because I'm going to law school. (laughs) Well... I don't know if that's. We're gonna have to delete my name off of the podcast well, probably soon. <laughs> you can go by an alias. Are you officially going to law school? Yeah. Whoa! Really? I decided I'm gonna start going through that process. Wow. I have to take the SAT. That's step one. Oh yuck! I hope you kill it. You know, because I can I can take the SAT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I can't fucking go to law school. <laughs> yeah, I, I can take the SAT. And okay. then after I take the SAT, I can take a class of college. One step at a time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can fucking go to college again. Then just college like, for the first time. Go like to school again. Dream big. and I can be Elwoods. Uh. What? Like it's hard? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like it's... <laughs> Do that. Thank you, next bitch. Um, can we be your sorority? <laughs> that like helps you with the videos and stuff and my Greek choir. I'll yeah. be bruiser and I'll be in pup play. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Absolutely not. Can I be the like portable dog bowl that's a Barbie pool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Casted. <laughs> Can you believe? 
Well. <laughs> okay. Well, what are we doing here? Who are we? A podcast. Oh. We're a podcast about law. <laughs> In my fucking wildest dreams. <laughs> Me every week being like, I can't pick that topic because it's only a court case. <laughs> We're a podcast about... Not believable. Unbelievable things. Shit. Shit. Stuff. <laughs> We're called Can You Believe This Shit? Can you? Can you believe this shit? True crime. This is the podcast. Paranormal activities. Monsters. Monsters. Explosions. Poltergeists. Heists. Heists. Hyenas. Have we done hyenas? No. We've done... Dingoes? Dingoes. Conspiracy I couldn't think theories. I was like, dingoes. That's, <laughs> dingoes. That's not, that's not it. That's not Did it. we say murder six times? Murder. 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 My name's Dominic, and uh, I'm a host. I'm a hoe. St. Uh, st- um, <laughs> we have a Lydia. Hi. Who's also a hoe. Yeah. St- that's right. You have Zoe. Me. Zoe's here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Zoe's a host. Sam. Hello. Is a sound editor and co-host sometimes when he wants to be. When he decides to turn the mic on. <laughs> And uh, that's us. That's that's our, that's our podcast. That's what's happening. I'm sipping water out of a fancy mug, and I think that's why I'm talking it's like Kenny's this. Kenny's grandma's. It's mine now, but it I used to be Kenny's <laughs> grandma's. I stole it. No, it's Kenny's grandma. I was like, <gasps> it's made out of bone. I wouldn't. I would not be shocked it's if like, you said that. It's like like eating the beast. <laughs> it's literally Kenny's grandma. She turned into a cup. You're not making any sense. <laughs> so Have you seen Beauty and the Beast? I yes. haven't. Or Hercules or Pocahontas. Hercules is a really good movie. I know. So is Beauty and the Beast. So is Pocahontas. <laughs> Little town. It's quiet. Colonialism. Um, <laughs> so uh, we have topics to share. We yeah. have stories to tell yes. about things. And we don't know what order to tell, man, until we tell. Sam. That's a choice. Can you steer this? Somewhere in a direction. Try. Who's going first? And Who is it? It was a, not a great choice ah. oh, all okay. around. So I think. What is that supposed to mean? It, <laughs> there the order of this week is just topics. tough. No. Um, Dominic, you're going to start. That's fair. Zoe, you're going in the middle. And Lydia, you have to finish it up again. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Unless you want to go first and last. No. Oh, wow. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that. Where Where do you want to go then? I'll just go in the last. In the last, you got it. What do you got? Let's strap in. Oh, oh, that's strap on. No. <laughs> strap in. Strap on the strapper. Okay. So we're gonna go on a trip to speedway indiana oh is that the name of a town yes yes speedway speedway not not like is it owned by speedway the like um what is that called Uh, gas station 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 convenience store that's what i'm uh it that was a wild guess i wasn't positive it was a gas station no you're exactly right right. (laughs) it's like a gas station speed uh speedway it's a speedway you know (laughs) A speedway. But that is that town like sponsored by Speedway. <laughs> we open up the dictionary, we flip to Speedway. It just says Speedway. 
1978, so I'm not entirely sure if Speedway runs this town yet. All right. Okay. Okay. Probably. Is um, there a Speedway in Speedway? I don't know. Maybe, Speedway, comma, Speedway? Uh, it depends on how long. <laughs> Speedway, Speedway, Sorry. on Speedway Street. So it's Friday, November 17th, 1978. Scorpion and we're season. at a Burger Chef restaurant. You guys what? know Burger Chef? No. It's a, it's a restaurant chain. I have never heard of it. Okay. Well, it, it got bought out, but whatever. It sounds like what aliens would call a burger chain. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like not knowing anything. Coming to our Burger Chef. Yes. yes I pulled up. Burger Chef. We have some employees of the Burger Chef restaurant. We have assistant manager Jane Freet. She's 20. Daniel Davis, 16. Mark Flemons, 16. And uh, Ruth Ellen Shelton, who's 18. So, at some point between 11 p.m. and midnight, 11 p.m. was closing time, all four of the restaurant workers disappeared without a trace. No. What? A fellow employee or a delivery truck driver, depending on the source, came at midnight to visit the four, but noticed that the restaurant was empty and the back door was open. Was it supposed to still be awake? Open? Sorry. Um, Stores aren't awake or asleep. It was closed, but they were like cleaning up. Yeah, they got to clean up. And it takes a while usually. Closing is always an hour Mm -hmm. after. But they were supposed to get like a delivery? Depending on the... Okay. Source. It could have been like a friend who was just coming to meet up with them and hang out afterwards, maybe. But I don't. Who knows? But they called the police, I guess. So upon arriving at the scene, police officers assume that it's a pretty like open and shut case, so the area wasn't treated like a crime scene. Restaurant management reported the loss of only five hundred twenty-eight dollars from the register, and and the safe. And there was a no clear signs of a struggle, so it was thought that the teenagers just like. Took the money for a wild night out, and we're just like, pew, 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 goodbye. Sure. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just it's a, valid. It's the 70s, you know. It's va- that's valid now. Uh, fair. You know? Yeah. What the I fuck mean, else they happened? They were his employees. Did they seem like the kind of people who would do that? Not really, but I mean, they're just a bunch of wacky kids. Okay. They do anything, you know. Yeah. So they just thought it was a, sign of, a case of petty embezzlement. Change had not been taken from the registers, only cash. But the purses of the missing employees had been left at the shop. Huh. Well, that's wrong. Yeah, well, that's that's no. That's, yeah, but they were just like, no, they'll come. They'll, they'll come back. They just went out for a, a night. They'll come back. No. And the scene was cleaned up by employees. Phones. Seventies. Yeah, but like, what was in the purses? Not Presumably, their fucking wallets. Oh, yeah, probably. But I don't think they, they were just like, oh, they're the purses. And they're like, oh. They'll well, come back. Yeah. They, yeah, they know. Women can't go anywhere without the purses. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. There's an invisible string. Well, I mean, they would bring them with. And the fact they didn't was like, huh. Yeah. No, they didn't care. They cleaned, cleaned it up and they were like, you know. Move on. Open open up the fucking shit again. But when they didn't show up on Saturday morning and they found Jane's car, like, partially hidden and locked downtown, Hmm. uh, concerns grew. It became evident that they had been abducted while closing up the restaurant for the night with the attack possibly beginning as they went to take out the trash in the back door. What the fuck? So... 
So they got like robbery a, one of them wrong. or one or two of them when they went out to take the trash and then came and got the rest of them, you think? Yeah, probably. Sorry. I'm, I'm theorizing because I'm like, how the fuck does uh, multiple people? Possibly one or two or three. Or, I mean, it could be a gang sure. of people who came in, but like, it fuck. seems like all four of them were somehow coerced out of the shop. Oh, okay. That's not right. So scary. On Sunday afternoon, November 19th, hikers found the body of the bodies of the four employees mm. um, over 20 miles away in the rural woods of Johnson County. What? In Each the what woods? Rural. 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 The rural woods. Rural. rural. The Hungered woods. Acre Forest. Hungered. The Hungered. <laughs> hungered Acre Forest. Well, that. <laughs> the Hungry Acre Forest. Yeah. Hungered. <laughs> And they were each still in their uh, Burger Chef uniforms. Oh, Both Daniel Davis and Ruth Shelton had been shot execution style numerous times with the 38 caliber firearm. Isn't execution style, is it just the back of the head? Back of the neck? No, it's like. General back, yeah, upward. Like upward that. angle, like they're kneeling back of the. Yeah. But is it, if it's multiples, it's still execution style? Just because it's in that area? Probably, if it's the same angle. Okay. Sometimes like it's one, one to the heart, like one to the chest, one to the head. Oh, sure. But if all Sometimes the it's points fucking four, four gunshots to the back of the head, and you're like, they're dead. <laughs> I think like, the I'm key, positive, you I know? I think the key to execution style isn't necessarily where... I think the key to execution style isn't necessarily where the blows come from. It comes from the angle of the attacker being higher because the, the victim kneeling? is not kneeling and facing away. You know okay. what I mean? So, like, back top angle downward is okay. the, like... Execution style? That's my guess. That's your interpretation? watching crime propaganda shows. I mean... Cop well, propaganda? Cop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to keep going with the dead bodies. Uh, Jane was stabbed twice in the chest, and the handle of the knife had been broken off Yikes. and was missing. Was the, so wait, the blade bl- where was inside the blade? of her? Yeah, the blade was letter. Later recovered during the autopsy. Yeah. Mark Flemons had suffered a blunt force head injury, which coroners believed he had suffered when he tried to flee his captors only to possibly run to a tree of some sort and stopped him from fleeing, obviously. And then was later determined to have also been bludgeoned possibly with a chain prior to his death. Oh, okay. So the leading theory had been that the kids were kidnapped during a botched robbery, possibly after one of the victims recognized one of the assailants. Literally what? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's not right. And how'd they get 20 fucking miles away and die in all different ways? Well, they drove, well, I don't know. Well, they probably drove them somewhere. If it was a botched robbery, Mm -hmm. they would all be dead and in there and they would have taken their purses. They took the money from the registers. Yeah, but they would have left the bodies there. Maybe it wasn't always the intent to kill. They were going to do what? Drive them 20 miles away and, like, have a tea party? A picnic? Listen, I didn't do this. Maybe they just were procrastinating. (laughs) It's hard to kill for The murder part. Clearly not. Well, all right. (laughs) Maybe they were worried about leaving a crime scene. They didn't want to leave a crime scene, uh, so they were like, we'll take it and we'll make our own crime scene somewhere else. Well, they probably left a, cr- a crime scene, but... Well, yeah, but they didn't they want didn't it to be a murder-blood crime scene. Fair. An eyewitness 
saw two suspicious men in a car outside the Burger Chef just before closing on the night of the murders. <gasps> Both were white and in their 30s. Uh, one man had a beard and the other was clean shaven with a uh, light colored hair. Can you explain? Oh, <laughs> there's just a moment where the tipping point happens and I figure out what's going on. Thank you. Because the, the sound of laughter. Oh, because I, I just point. like, I, I like full gasp and like. <laughs> Physically point at me. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I got it. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So one man had a beard and the other one was clean shaven with light colored hair. The police had uh, clay models of the suspects created oh. to assist the investigation. They're horrifying. That's a choice. An interesting choice. I hate it. I hate that choice because it's not an uncommon picture? one. And it's not. It's when not does that ever uncommon? Work? Does it work? Uh, I don't. That's uh, scary. Oh. You know? That's one. And then that's the other one. Just like draw I mean, it. I guess I could see how just that like could work. Just like draw <laughs> But yeah, like, just draw it. I don't see why the eyes have to be yellow. We'll post these on Instagram. Do you think they, like, hired some detectives, like, weird art kid to yeah. do, their, do their sketches? And they were like, I'm trying a new medium this week. <laughs> Next week, marble. <laughs> um, the, the person's, like, sitting, the victim's sitting there, like, describing their attacker. And they're like, wait, let me, like, chisel let out. Let chisel uh, <laughs> a basic form real quick. Give me a second. It's going to take hours. <laughs> Days. Hours. You got time, right? So later that year, a man in a bar in uh, Greenwood, Indiana, bragged that he had been involved in the killings. Police subsequently questioned him, and he passed a polygraph qu- test claiming to not have been involved. Do Who not have cares? been involved? Not have been involved. Yeah. So he was just fucking around. And also, police officers weren't able to bring charges on other grounds. But he did provide the names of Others, people like other people in the area that he suggested belong to a fast food robbery gang. Is that right? Yeah. So they think that these people might be involved. So while following up on these leads, officers spotted a man who bore a strong resemblance to the bearded man composite sketch. So he wasn't one of the men they were looking for. No. He was just a man. A man with a beard. Walking down the street. Yeah, fully, fully. Mm-hmm. Have you murdered four people, sir? <laughs> sir, what? was it you? Like, what? Is this you returning to the scene of the crime? <laughs> so sir, <laughs> your face looks murdery. <laughs> they pull the clay out of the backseat of the car and they're holding it up next to him. And they're like, hey, you're on your grace with yellow eyes. It's nice you look color. like this bust my wife made. <laughs> <laughs> when they brought the guy in for the lineup, however, he shaved his beard which he had apparently kept for the previous five years. Trixie. Another associate named by the uh, Greenwood guy in the bar who fit the description of the fair-haired man was also subsequently imprisoned for armed robberies of fast food restaurants. Gotcha. But was not, like, tied to this one. All right. Because they didn't have any direct physical evidence of the involvement of suspects in the murders. The police were not able to effect an arrest. That's because they traipsed all over the goddamn crime scene. Yeah. With their feet. Indiana's finest. Speedway. Speedway. Investigators continue to uh, follow leads relating to possible suspects as widely as Cincinnati, Milwaukee, Chicago, and Dallas. However, they were not able to find any more promising leads or to locate the evidence they believe would have been the most useful, like the firearm used, the handle of the knife, the chain used in the murders, or any of these uh, things. They think that someone kept the broken handle of the murder weapon they used? 
and like was keeping it on their person for prime arresting. Right. That just, just feels silly. You just throw it away somewhere. No, it's a handle to a knife. I would have left it at the crime scene. Oh, fair. They didn't. <sighs> so uh, no perpetrators Maybe made confessions. They, they just didn't find it. Well, did they kill them where they did they kill her where they found her? It's yeah, it's assumed they killed him where they oh. found them. Okay, then never mind. The son of the guy with the beard. <laughs> the son of beard man. <laughs> yes, has told police that his father confided in him that he had been involved, but then his father died. So, who cares? Beard man died. Beard man died. But was he the murderer? Who? Uh, no, probably maybe. Okay. Or maybe it's the guy with the beard. Did you say it's beard man, or maybe it's the guy with the beard? <laughs> Or maybe just a guy with a beard. Oh. I'm like, there's two beardmen. <laughs> there's one beard man. Beard and man. he's also a guy with a beard. Despite thousands of hours of police investigation, as well as Burger Chef offering a $25,000 reward to anyone who would capture the murderers. The did you say burger murderers? Burger. Nope, I did not. You should have. <laughs> Burgerers. That's enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> You sounded so genuinely distressed. <laughs> That's enough. Burger Rivers was enough. Uh, Indiana State Police continue to hold the case open to this day and have reportedly investigated the possible use of new DNA tracing techniques developed since the initial investigations. But nothing has come of this. What? It's still unsolved. That's the Burger Chef murders. Hardee's bought out Burger Chef in the 1980s. Hardee's. Hardee's, they have really good curly fries. <laughs> Uh, and the last Burger Chef store closed in 1996. And because it closed, I was born. I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> was it closed on your birthday? Uh, I don't think so. What if it was? At the exact same. Like, they closed their doors, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah. The noises of birth. <laughs> wow. Woo! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, so that was short. That's not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was a wrongful conviction case, and it wasn't. No, no one, no one did anything. No one was convicted. No, huh. and four kids just died. That's we're, fucked we're, up. We're murdered. That's doors. I don't know. That's <laughs> fucked up. Cause what the fuck was that? <laughs> what do you think that was? Uh, it could be a robbery gone wrong. No. Or BS. I mean, what can these four kids specifically like? Maybe they tried to kidnap one of them, and then all three of them were like, hey, you can't do this. And they were like, we have a gun. Come with us, all of you. We're going to yeah, we're gonna sort this out. But if they you were targeting one of them, do you think they would have tracked it down to, like, which one of the per- the people they were trying to... They, they probably were just, were just waiting. Just waiting for someone to take anything. the garbage out. Fucking weird. They, they waited for someone to take the garbage out. Someone took the garbage out. They grabbed them, gun, and they were like... Ah! And then their friends were like, huh? And they were like, we'll kill the bitch. And then you better go get all the money. Now come and get into the car. Let's go. No time for purses. Come yeah. on. And then they went somewhere else and they did the moita and they got the money and it get worked the and they and got the away. Safe. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. You like, that's what I'm put- Crime scene investigator. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you. No. Lydia's sitting in the chair. So this is what the fuck happened and she did the shit and goddamn it. I was That's just crazy. like rephrasing what you all what you just said, basically. Well, thank you. Oh, can you believe this shit? Can you believe no. This shit? Yeah. Well, speedway. 
Who's next? Speedway. Me. Something I'm sorry about. Convenience stores at Speedway. Oh. What'd you call me? Speedway. Is everybody ready? Uh, yeah. Probably not. Probably not. I mean... I'm going to start us off with a girl named... I bite my tongue. (laughs) Elizabeth Schof. S-H-O-A-F. She's 14. She's a freshman. She lives in Lugoff, South Carolina. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. She has recently started dating a super cute boy at school named Nathan. He's her first ever boyfriend. How recent is this? Like, very Okay. The Schof family is super, like, super normal. The mom and dad both work during the day. Elizabeth is starting at a new school, so she's going to take a different bus than her younger brother, Donnie, who is 12 and still in middle school. So Donnie would get home first, and Elizabeth would get home later and lock the door behind her, and her and her brother would do homework until their parents came home for dinner. This is the Osmond family. What? This is the Osmond family. Donny Osmond. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what joke you were making. <laughs> I was like, are they Mormon? Like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. So, September 6th, 2006. Elizabeth finishes school. It's a Wednesday. So she goes to school. It's great. She gets on the bus. It's great. She gets off the bus. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> she's off the bus uh she turns down a ride with her friends because she knows that she has to get straight home to take care of her brother uh, and her friends were like going out or whatever and she was like no i have to go home i have to like i'm i'm a responsible girl i, I must and she also is meeting with her aunt that night to get a haircut okay her aunt cuts hair so okay. she had like an appointment okay. She had bigger fish to, fish to fry. Yeah, she was like, I don't have time for this. So the bus drops Elizabeth off 200 yards away from her front door on the main road. And as she's walking towards her house, she is close enough to hear her family dogs barking. And uh. she is distracted by a rustling as a man steps out from the woods. Yeah. <gasps> 30-something-year-old man steps out of the bushes and the trees lining like the sides of the road by her house. No, thanks. Uh, he's wearing camel pants uh. and an army green shirt. Fuck he's a bus still running. He's got a, a sheriff's badge. And he announces himself, and he's like, I need to talk to you. No, no, no. No! And she steps towards him, and he says, your brother uh, has been arrested for marijuana, and you're under arrest. He's a baby! And she's like, yeah, exactly. He's a baby. He's 12. Like, he wouldn't have done this. And she's like, I definitely didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> like, don't fucking put handcuffs on my hands. Right. But he handcuffs her hands behind her back. Fuck oh, this. And he puts a black box on a rope around her neck and uh, leads her into the forest. So, like, a black box around her head? No. Oh. Like, a, like, a, like a, okay. a box. Oh. Okay. Like, like on a necklace. Do you uh, just Google girl in box? No, it's he's not. He doesn't put her in a box. It's a bomb. He tells her it's a bomb. Oh, <laughs> that was the next. It was a drama, and you guys were fucking <laughs> stuck on the fact that I was putting a girl in a box. Not it's putting a, a girl fair in a question. box. You said she, she put a box around her neck, and I'm like, well, like all the way. Like, <laughs> so. Um. So it's a bomb. It's a bomb. It's a bomb box. It's a bomb. And if she tries to run, it will kill her. It will blow up. 
It sounds to me like it's a... <laughs> what? Sorry. Go ahead. What's so funny? Go ahead. It sounds to me like a uh, like a dog collar, the electric oh. one that'll shock you. I yeah, thought, it looks probably like that. I thought you were going to say, it sounds to me like it's a... <sighs> Boombox. <laughs> no. 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 Why did you wait to say that? Oh, it's God. not right. I thought you were going to say it. It's just not right. Come on, Nick. Okay. I'm so sorry. Okay, we're back. So let's go back to the... 14-year-old? 14-year-old being tale. led into the woods by a cop man. No. Uh, in camo. In camo. <laughs> so he tells her that if she tries to escape, the box... The, ne- the bomb around her neck will kill her. She's super confused. She's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, the police have bombs now. Like, what <laughs> is happening? <laughs> and they're walking, like, further and further into the woods. Like, they're walking, like, down around the pond behind her house and, like, up and, like, back into the woods. And they loop around and they cut forward and they cut, like, that way and they turn in circles. And This is not like, the police station, sir. No. And he's asking her questions as they're walking. Uh, it pretty quickly, like, shows that he's not a cop. He asks if she's a virgin, <laughs> which she knows is wrong. She says... She's like, why would you need to know that? Like, you're a police officer. You don't need... That's not... You don't need that. And he says, you're a smart girl. You should have figured this out by now. No. So, Elizabeth was horrified. She pretty, like, quickly... She probably knew before that that something was wrong, but that, like, cemented it for her. And she was like, fuck. So, they get to a part in the woods, and the man stops... He kneels down on the ground. He brushes the leaves on the ground away, and he pulls a trap door up from the <gasps> ground of the floor. Wait. <laughs> Do you need a minute? <laughs> need a minute. Is this? Okay. He forces Elizabeth down a ladder into a dug-out fucking handmade bunker underground in the woods. What the fuck? Inside this bunker are the usual bunker things, like a utility belt full of guns, a rifle, a flare gun, a shelf full of canned goods, a television, a stove. The walls are lined with hanging fabric. It's, like, full horrifying. There's a bed. Like, it, it's like, 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 this is where you live now, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you get in and you're like... Oh, so I'm not going to die. This is where I live now. So the man shuts and locks the door. He turns on the light and he immediately forces Elizabeth to take her clothes off and he sexually assaults her. No. When he finishes, he chains her by the neck to the ceiling. Why? (sighs) So back at Elizabeth's house, her brother Donnie was waiting for his sister. His mother called only about 10 minutes after Elizabeth should have gotten home. Donnie answers the phone and is like, Elizabeth's not back yet. His mother worries and makes Donnie go walk over to the window and check to see if she's walking up the road. When Donnie reports that she is not and that he can't see her, his mother begins to worry because she knows that her daughter would not be like 
waiting around. She knows that there's like absolutely no reason she would not be home. Yeah. She tells Donnie to call when his sister gets back and she goes back to work because it had only been 10 minutes since she was supposed to be home and like she'll be there soon. When she didn't get a call, she rings back at about 4.30 and Elizabeth still is not home yet and her mother panics. She calls her husband. She calls the police. They kind of tell her that it's a runaway situation and it's like she's, you know, she's just a teenage girl Mm. and she just started high school. Maybe she got caught up with the wrong crowd and you don't really know yet. But um, Elizabeth's mother, like, calls her daughter's friends and finds out that they had like watched her daughter get off the bus and walk towards the house and was like, I'm not going out with you guys tonight. Like I'm going home. I have to go home. So eventually it's like seven 30 before the sheriff's call, send out a car, but they send out the car and at seven 30, the police start their search by then families, friends, coworkers, like anyone this family knows has been called out to like help look through the woods, look by the house, look down the main road, look in town. They put up flyers. Like everyone is like doing everything they can to try and find Elizabeth. When the police release their bulletin for Elizabeth's disappearance, they state that she's a possible runaway. They also will not release an Amber alert because there's no vehicle description and because she's possibly a runaway. So they like can't do it. Mm-hmm. They need to like, See someone like they, for an Amber Alert, they like need a they need a suspect. Yeah, this is two thousand six. Yes. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. So that night, the police add to the search efforts. They bring tracking dogs and helicopters, and by the next day, the local news is running daily coverage of the case. The search keeps growing, and Elizabeth is kept chained in her own personal jail cell. <sighs> Each night, she is forced to sit down with dinner Mm -hmm. and her captor to watch the news coverage on the TV that he had outfitted to the bunker. He tells her that she will never be found. He, like, makes her watch as they're struggling to find her on the news. (sighs) He makes her watch, like, her parents talking at, like, news conferences. It's not good news. He assaults her anywhere from two to five times a day, and Elizabeth quickly learns not to fight back. Uh, When she plays along, he is less violent, and he even starts being nice to her, like calling her baby and saying he loves her. God damn it. Bad news. So sometime on the third day, the search gets real big. Like, the cops are like, oh, shit, maybe she didn't just run away. She would have come back home by now, or, like, something's up. There's ATVs and horses, and people on foot, and helicopters, planes, police, volunteers. Elizabeth can even hear them walking around above her. Oh my god. And she screams for help. The second she does that, though, her captor threatens her life. He pulls his taser out and tells her that he could very easily knock her out if she were to yell. He threatens her family, saying he, like, picked her up from her house. He knows where she lives. He could get her brother if she uh, tries to escape. So the search kind of like dies down and Elizabeth tries her hardest over these couple of days to get him to trust her. She starts asking him questions about himself. She's so smart. She's mm-hmm. so smart. How old is she? Again? 14. 14. And she's f- fucking handling this shit. She's like starts asking him questions about himself to like get him to think about her as a person. And like he's a- she's asking about his interests and like trying to get him to talk about things that aren't. Like, the fact that she's been kidnapped and being held in a bunker. 
by the fifth day, Elizabeth has had him convinced enough to let her unchain at like to unchain her at night. She waits until he is asleep and she gets up and inches over to his gun. It's in a little Velcroed holster on the side of the bed. He's fucking knocked out. He's not waking up. She gets over. She gets to the gun. It's Velcro. Oh. So she's got to like oh God. fucking peel that shit apart real goddamn slow. Can she not shoot through the holster? No. Hmm. No, it's like on, it's like a thing, you know? It's like a pellet gun. Oh. Okay. It's a pellet gun. Okay. So I feel like no. If it maybe if it was a real gun and like a fabric holster, yeah. yeah. But like maybe not a pellet gun. Up to his head and just pull you the know? Um, but so she also managed- a pellet gun. What are you gonna do with a pellet gun? You can kill someone with a pellet gun, can't oh. you? Okay. Yeah, you get close enough. I hold a gun up to someone, and you're like, I would fucking kill him. So, um, let's hope she gets it open, which is so scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She gets the gun to his head. (sighs) She like has never held a gun before. She knows that it's his life or hers. God damn it. So she pulls the trigger. The gun jams. No. So she has to like. Does he wake up? Compose herself. Put the gun back into the holster, shut it so he never finds out, hopes he doesn't notice that it was already jammed and does not jam next time he goes to shoot it, and has to get back into bed. <sighs> my soul just ascended to the ceiling and hit the ceiling and went back into my Literally. body. Literally. What the fuck? <clears throat> so she doesn't like let that get her down too much. Uh, she knows that she's got to keep fucking trying to get out of here. She knows that she's the only one who's going to get her out. She knows that like, they're not finding her. They were walking around above her and they did not see her. Like she's got to do this herself. So she like leans back into getting him to trust her. Uh, she starts to pretend that she's falling for him. She calls him baby, a nickname that he calls her over the last couple days. She tells him that she loves him. He says it back. It works. He starts letting her come outside with him, like real, real late at night and only when he knows that no one's looking, but they walk to the pond where he's getting water. As they walk, he would tell her of all of the booby traps that he had laid in the forest. He had fish hooks on strings to hook people if they tried to run, bombs planted underground, all sorts of fucking crazy shit. Okay, that's sounds Which are fake, lies okay. because people were just walking around above her. Yeah, right. But also, like, he's laying these traps. Like, okay. he lays, like, he, like, is hooking fucking fish hooks in the, in the thing. Oh, he, like, actually he's shows her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, while they're out, he also is texting his girlfriend. Which is gross on a lot of levels. Also, that he has one <laughs> who knows that he's on the run. Ugh. Oh, gross. Well, is she like from Canada? Is, is this his like girlfriend from no. Canada? It's like, I'm texting my girlfriend from Canada. This she is, wouldn't know her. She goes to a different school. This is his real girlfriend uh, who knows that he's on the run. Uh, why? Does she, does she know why he's on the run? Yeah, not. She thinks he's on the run for something else. Okay. That I can get into later. Wow. Um, so... As he's texting his girlfriend, she gets the idea that she has to get that fucking cell phone and text her mom. She's like, if I can get that phone, I can either call 911, I can send a text message to my mom, like, I can get this 
fucking sorted and get, get out of here. So when they get back into the bunker, Elizabeth asks to play games on her kidnapper's phone. She says so that she's bored and she like wants the phone. Quick question. Yeah. Are, is the bunker like in the woods, like underground, n- underground, but like near her house still kind of, I mean, they walked there so, like within whatever that walk. They walked was, for like, like an hour. So, but like hours walk away, but like still like, okay. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. So he gives her his cell phone because he knows that there's no service underground. Uh, she would play games and take candy crush. Right. Yeah, probably angry birds. 2006 angry birds. Yeah. She would take quick breaks to text her mother's number. She would delete the texts and the no service notices that came back in response. Each text she sent didn't go through, but she would keep trying. She waited until he was asleep one last night and climbed up the ladder, holding the phone up as high as possible while she sends another text. It doesn't work. She ends up giving up and she deletes all the text messages and puts the phone back and is like, I'll figure out a new plan. On the ninth day, there was to be a vigil held in town and Elizabeth's family was to attend and talk about her disappearance for the news. Before they left, Elizabeth's mom checked her phone. She had a text message that read, Hey mom, it's Lizzie. I'm in a hold down the road, down the road by charm Hill where the big trucks go by, get the police. There's a bomb. She immediately knew that it was her daughter because Elizabeth was the only person who called herself Lizzie. So she was like, Holy shit. She's alive. We can find her. They have some piece of evidence cause they had absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. Like nothing at all for all of this time. So back in the bunker, Elizabeth and her captor could suddenly hear the search pick up again. The helicopters were in the air. There was like ATV motors going all over the place. He's like, what's going on? They stopped. Like what happened here? So he turns on the TV. Don't tell me that they were airing about the text. Yeah. No. Yep. They report that Elizabeth's mom had received a text from the kidnapper's phone. They knew who the kidnapper was. He was a man named Vincent Filia. And yeah, yeah, no, the, the cops made the decision to air that it was a text message from that the victim to her mother from I the kidnapper's phone. Cannot. No one agrees with that. that. <laughs> I cannot. That is so fucked up. Okay, well, like that literally almost apparently it didn't, but it could have signed her. I don't know. It probably did sign her fucking death notice. I mean, so Vincent Filga is a man. V. Okay. I. O. N. S. O. N. Vincent. Phil Yaw. Vinson? Vinson. Vinson. Phil Yaw. F I L Y A W. Vinson. I thought it was Vincent. I watched a documentary. Vincent Phil yeah, And I was like, Vincent, great. So all of my like original Vincent. notes say Vincent. And then I like <laughs> did the internet part and was like reading all of the things and was like, oh no, that's clearly not at all what that is. Right. <laughs> um, so Vincent Filia is a man who's already on the run. Oh. He had been on the run for a year. He had a warrant out for his arrest for the assault of his girlfriend's daughter. Oh. His current girlfriend, who was still helping him on the run. What the fuck? 
fuck, though? This is just the worst. This is bad. So the cops are looking. They know. the He knows the cops are looking. He knows that she sent that text message. So oh he God. is absolutely oh furious. Elizabeth is so scared. She's apologizing. He's freaked out. He knows that they're coming. He doesn't know what to do. He, like, literally can hear the helicopters coming closer to his, like, location. They're trying to, like, triangulate the signal on his phone, but he's underground. But, like, they're working off of past signals and what whatever they're doing. They're, like, trying to figure it out. They, like, know where he has been in the woods. So he asks Elizabeth what he should do. Whoa. What? Elizabeth says that he should run. She says that if he runs now, she can run later and meet up with him and that it will be okay. And as long as he gets out of here before they come, they'll find a way to be together at some point. And he panics and he grabs some supplies and he fucking books it into the woods. Fucking genius. Yes. I love her. He books it into the woods. Like he's gone. So Elizabeth is like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! You know? Yeah. Jesus. So she Christ. she's horrified. He's gonna come back. She doesn't know if he's waiting for her in the woods. So she like waits. Oh, she thinks she has a bomb on her neck. Right? She doesn't know. No, the bomb's off her neck. Okay. But um. Was it a bomb? I don't. She said it was fake. Maybe. Huh? I bet it was fake. He had other explosives, but I oh. think that one was fake. Okay. So she waits overnight the next morning. Mm. He still had not come back for her. So she's like, okay. So she like gathers herself, like leaves the bunker. And she just like starts walking through the woods until she meets a line of rescue, like search and rescue team who were literally like within sight of each other, walking in a straight line. Until they found her. Like, until they found something. They were looking on the ground. They were like, because they were looking for a hole now in the ground. Because they'd gotten the text that said a hole. Mm -hmm. So they're like, fuck, we didn't see it at first. And now this is in places we've already been. What kind of hole? They don't know. A fucking burial? They didn't know anything. They didn't know if she was in a grave. They didn't know. They did not know anything. They were literally going off of the mom's like gut knowledge that it was her daughter mm-hmm. and they were like, fine. Well, like, well, we got it. We'll figure it out. And once they like searched the number and found out that it was like a child rapist, they were like, well, checks out, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> story checks out. So the cop finds Elizabeth. They take her to the hospital. She's safe. The cop gets to drive over to her mother, knock on the door. And she, like, saw the cops driving up the road, and she was like, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God, what's going on? And she sees the cop, like, get out, and he's crying, but he's, like, smiling because he's really, really happy because oh. he found her. So it's really sad. I cried in the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kenny were sitting on the crouch, like, <laughs> um, So she was fucking rescued after 10 days in a hole in the ground. So the search had to switch to find Vincent. Uh, it didn't take that long, though, because he's got a bad taste in people he's trying to victimize because she was having none of it. And neither was the, the young mother who he tried to carjack. Oh, she he literally like emerged from the woods and was like, need a vehicle. Gotta go. <laughs> and he runs up to a woman and her like two year old child and was like, give me your car. And she yelled at him. 
until he apologized and left. Oh my God. She literally was like, in front of my child, you're going to try and carjack me for my car in front of my child. And he was like, I'm sorry. I got to go. And like ran. How dare you? He also, she also recognized him from the news. So she immediately called the cops and he was apprehended very quickly afterward. Gotcha, bitch. So his, his master plan in all of this was originally to get back at his girlfriend's daughter who oh God, had betrayed makes, him. That makes so much sense. By telling her teacher about the assault. Sure. Of course. And so he... That'll get her. So after the, after this, these crimes were reported, the, 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 the victim's mother and his girlfriend worked alongside with him to keep him hidden from the cops in a series of underground bunkers series series multiple underground bunkers in and around their property and in the woods around their property she would bring clothing and I- and food items to a dropping point in the woods where he would just go and get it later she was texting him the whole time she even like had the ch- had the kid back in her house the daughter had accused her mother of giving her like sleeping pills to like help no uh with the assaults no what uh so once that got out the child protective services were like mm, nope and snatched that little girl out of her parents home good so she no longer lived there so vincent could not kidnap her to get back at her so he had to change his change his victim and he literally like picked a girl off the off the bus route and like watched her for a week and figured out her routine. Oh my god! So his plan was to kidnap her, keep her in that in that hold in the woods, and wait until there was a police ambush and blow up as many cops as he could. What the fuck? Uh, but he was a pussy and uh, he had to run. And she <laughs> so, was too smart. And she for was his way ass. too smart. She beat him. She he's, Stockholm syndromed him. He's literally quoted as saying, she defeated me. <laughs> Full okay. quote. She defeated me. Um, it's not a game. So but, I mean. originally, uh, <laughs> I he mean, it's really fucked up. No matter how you look at it. Yeah. But. Yeah. So he was captured, but he pled not guilty until the prosecution discovered a 130-page manuscript full confession retelling of his crimes in his jail cell that he had written with his own handwriting. Oh, gotcha. He was like, good morning. I was born a horrible man. Here are all of the crimes I've committed. I've done it. Here's how I raped my girlfriend's daughter. Here's how I kidnapped this girl and kept her in a hole for 10 days. I also pled not guilty. (laughs) And then they took that. Were, was he going to kill himself? Was that no. the plan? Oh. No, it was a book. I think. It was his plan. It was going to be a book. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay. They Sounds took it. dumb. They submitted it in, into evidence. Sure. He had no choice but to, uh, like, submit a guilty plea. Because <laughs> they were like, what are you going to do? And he was sentenced without a trial to 427 years. With <laughs> no parole. Well, um, hot. So he's imprisoned and not getting out for 427 years. For 427 years. Bad time wow. to find out you're an immortal. Right. So that is the story of Elizabeth Schof, who single-handedly fucking 
survived and escaped maybe one of the most horrifying things I've ever heard. Damn. At 14. At 14 That's years old. That's fucked up and also amazing. Yeah. And then, like, within the next two years, did, like, 700 news interviews about it and was like, yep, this is what happened to me. I'm telling my story. Like, let's not, let's, like, let's make sure this doesn't happen again. You just got to be smart and, like, take care of your shit. Damn. Damn. You know? Damn. Fuck. She did, like, a, not an I survived, but, like, an I survived. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. On, like, ID or whatever that I watched that was crazy because she was still so fucking young on the on like on the tv talking about this thing that happened to her and i was like god jesus christ also damn uh the next one of the articles i read was interviewing her the next year she was a sophomore uh, she was doing really well in school and she was still dating nathan the boy that from from before oh so that's really nice they're probably not still dating because 12 years have passed or whatever you don't know maybe not. they could be Soulmate. they could be but that's the story of Elizabeth Schof and the monster, monster man, uh, Vincent Filia. It's a stupid name. That is a stupid Well, I'm glad name. he's gone away for hundreds of years. Yeah. 427 of them. Yeah, that's great. That's what I said. 400 of years. Can you believe this <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I what just, what, what is the preparation of building a series of bunkers a lot of hole digging hole digging and then you get you like <laughs> you gotta make like a f- wooden frame so it don't collapse on you the movie holes the movie the lovely bones <laughs> that part literally i was like is this the lovely bones that's what it sounds like i wanted you to say it at the beginning because i didn't know if that's the reference you were making but i almost I did i was like so close I was you like, approached it <laughs> i was 14 when i was murdered Listen. Why is that movie so good? Susie Salmon. I've never seen Like it. the fish. Is it actually good or did I just like live for all things murder and that was all I had at that age? I didn't. The previews uh, were so abundant. There's, they were. They were. so they, annoying. They I was so tired of it. It was guerrilla marketing. <laughs> <laughs> there really is was. a scene in that movie that to this day gives me anxiety to think about where like are you gonna have to see it? Does it matter? No. Can I spoil the movie yeah. for you? Where the victim's sister is in the killer's house trying mm. to get evidence oh my that God. he's the killer, and <sighs> he's like coming in the front door, and she's like scrambling to get this like photo evidence out, and like she fucking like is running away from him. She's like in and his bedroom on the second floor, and he's like coming inside, and she can hear going him out the window, and she's like and she rolls down the fucking. <laughs> it's so scary. It's anxiety in a movie. Oh, it's Stanley uh, Tucky, right? Yeah, he's a he's a babe, but not in that movie. Yeah, fair. <laughs> he's very versatile. Is he straight? I love a verse man. Maybe he's a murderer. He's not straight, right? What is? It's Stanley. T- Hi. Are, you gonna, are you gonna get a suit by Stanley Tucci for saying he's a murderer? <laughs> no, edited it out. I didn't say that. He's. I didn't say that. So it's a lovely bones. Lo- lo- lovely bones. I didn't say that. Why do you got? And why do I have a feeling it's in two parts? Well, because I did something weird. So, like, there was a very specific type of story I wanted to do. And I found, like... Octopus death. Three mini stories. Oh. Is that something we can do? Because I wanted to do that multiple times. I'm just doing it. Great it's a, fucking it's hell yeah. It's a story Great. blister pack. And it's just because they weren't long enough to do it enough. So the first one is kind of Christmassy. 
Um, and you guys, the theme will become pretty obvious after you hear the first one and then the second one. And then there's maybe a third one if we have time. But anyway, so this one I'm calling, I titled it. Okay. I'm calling it The Secret Squatting Santa. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of a spoiler in there. Anyway, so this happened in tw- uh, 2008 in uh, Pennsylvania to a woman named Stacy Ferrance. She had... She was like, it was Christmas time, and she was in her home, and she was like hearing strange noises, no. like re- recurringly, and she just like thought it was her kids. But then on Christmas Day, she, like some cash, a laptop, computer, an iPod uh, disappeared. So she called the cops, and she's like, my it, my shit's missing, and they're like, okay, well we'll file a report or whatever. And the next day. She found, like, dirty footprints in her bedroom closet, no! which is also where the attic trap door is located. That is a nightmare. Yeah. So she called the cops again and got a more immediate response. Because they were There's like, There's fucking oh, footprints fuck in shit. my closet yeah. under my attic. Yeah. I'm yeah. a white woman in distress. <laughs> I need assistance. Please help. <laughs> it's Christmas. Um, Someone might be in my home right now. Day. Yeah, well, it, no, you he, don't know. He was. He was there. He was there. No. His name was Stanley. <laughs> Who's Stanley? Stanley Carter. Um, Stanley <laughs> He. She called the police. They rushed over. He surrendered after a police uh, took a police dog in to search the home, and. Would they throw the dog into the attic? <laughs> well, the dog, like, I guess the dog probably, like, stopped at the closet and was like, bork, bork, bork. Well, we bork. knew he was in the closet. The dog did nothing. The, well, the go- the dog scared him out. So he was like, oh. ah, okay. okay. Don't hurt me. He threw the dog in the window. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, a fucking German shepherd catapult. Anyway. So, he was charged with several counts of burglary, I can talk, Mm -hmm. Uh, theft, uh, receiving stolen property, and criminal trespass. So, that's just, like, a lot of redundancy there. But, like, they got all, I don't know, it was fucking creepy. But anyway, so, when he came down from the attic, he was wearing her daughter's pants (gasps) and her sweatshirt and sneakers, (laughs) said the homeowner, a homeowner, wow. (laughs) Was she a homo owner? The homeowner. The homo homeowner. homeowner. She's like, from what I gather, he was helping himself to my home, eating my food, and stealing my clothes. So the police said that he was 21 years old. Carter had been staying with his friends, who are actually Ferenc's neighbors. They live in a duplex. So, But they were like, actually, buddy, you got to leave. You can't live here with us anymore in our house. So instead of leaving, he... He went downstairs? He accessed the shared attic <gasps> through a trap door in the bedroom ceiling and kept a list of everything he took. And... When they were going through the inventory of what he take, they found a note uh, labeled Stanley's Christmas list. And it was all the items he had removed from the residence and donated to himself. So he's like evil reverse attic Santa. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Yeah. I have that is such a specific like childhood fear of mine because there was an episode of CSI where there was a hairy family of people living in the walls. Ah! 
<laughs> they had some sort of like skin disease that made their skin grow hair and they were living in the walls of this family house and i'm like so scared that there are people living in my walls all the time yeah well what if there was a man living in your walls like doing touching your things and wearing your clothes that would be the worst thing <laughs> that's literally the scariest it's literally one of my worst fears. That's why I hate houses. Um, the boy. There's too much space there. Uh, it is the movie The Boy. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Okay, so we're not done. Well, we're done with that one, but we got another one. Can no, retell the movie real? The Boy. What are there? Is that a thing? Shared attic spaces for a, a duplex, duplex, probably. That is so Depending fucked. Depending on how it's split. So you can get into your neighbor's house. Apparently, I guess in theory, if you climbed up into the in attic, in theory. It happened. In practice. Well, yeah, but like yeah, you're not always so, right. Not, not everyone climbs up into the attic well, and into their did. neighbor's home. That's fair. But it he can did. be done. It can't be done. He God. did it. Yeah, you have grievances with that that uh, building. Yeah. That idea. That concept? I would sue. I would literally sue them. Yeah. 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 I'd be suing a lot of people. I'm suing everyone. Next. Um, <laughs> next. This one is about a man named Davis Wallman. He lived in Green Lake, Washington. Uh, in the walls? Well, he just lived in his, his, his we'll house. Was he the No, he just lived in his house. His name was Wallman. 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 Anyway, but sure. so he had also heard rummaging around in his attic, oh. and he was like, that's fucked up, and then heard the noises actually move to his in-home, like, his, like, the office, no. you know, like, his office room. So, he, like, runs to his office door, and he tries to open it, and it's locked. No. So, he, like, knocks on it, and he's like, no. what the fuck? Like, and... <laughs> Does he live alone? Yeah, there's, he's, there's <laughs> no one else supposed to be there, yeah. Okay. And so, after knocking for a few times, he yeah, hears so a woman polite. call out... Jimmy, is that you, Jimmy? And this is like his entire house. Is that an old woman? Is that an old person voice you're doing? I'm gonna start crying. That's just what I channel. I I'm not sure about the age. Oh my god. Um, Dominic is violently upset. But so then a dark-haired woman opened the door, and Wallman was confronted with the face of a total stranger. So he's like, who the hell are you? What the fuck are you? Why are you in my house? Is Jimmy um, in my house too? Uh, where's Jimmy? <laughs> no, she was like, this is my house. I live here and I've been here for, I've lived here for three days. Jimmy said I could live here. Jimmy said I could stay here. Like this is. Jimmy said you could stay hidden and lock the doors all behind you and not let the people who live here find you. He doesn't know anyone named Jimmy. Also oh like. <laughs> also who's Jimmy? Who the fuck's Jimmy? So he had dialed nine one one. This like the moment the sound from the attic moved into the sounding into a oh as soon as it sounded like there was a person cool. in his fucking office. So he called nine one one. Except it took twenty minutes for nine one one to show up. He was like, "Send help. There's someone in my house." And it took twenty minutes. And she had like gotten away. She like bailed. What? Uh, so you, uh, she's just gone? Yeah. She's just gone. They haven't found her. Jimmy. They haven't found her. Who gave her the key? (laughs) He has no idea. Does Jimmy have a key? He has no idea. He's like... Can this man like live a peaceful life ever again? Did he move? He, well, no. He's just like. It's oh just, god, you're so crying. His reaction was just like, it's just weird. Like, how it's, the hell did you get in my house? It's just weird. He changed all the locks. She, the subject is described as having dark shoulder length hair, wearing gym pants with black track style jacket and a white hood, also a white knit cap, and she carried a backpack. And the police weird. are still. Story of the Explorer. Um, 
Can you imagine being in your house alone and then a door closes Mm. inside your house and you're like, I would. Can you imagine that happening and you doing literally anything other than leaving your house? Knocking on the door. Hello? That happens all the time to me. It's not like it's, but that's, it's because the, our basement, someone else lives. So like those doors sound like they're in my house. Oh yeah. Yeah. I hear doors open and shut and like knocking and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. It's scary. Oh yeah. My neighbor above me, when she walks around her uh, bedroom, it sounds like there's someone walking in my bedroom. Oh my God. Yeah. It's great. Three roommates. So it's like, also that, yeah. You know, it's like, I hear that shit all the time and I like, I have gotten over it. Like I used to be like, I used to hear a weird sound. I'd be like, is that accounted for? And hear one of my roommates be like, yep, that's, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, that was, I have one more actually. Sure. Just let me start sobbing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. So this is the story of Tracy. Last name withheld. Um, So she lived in Rock Hill, South Carolina. She was a single mother of five. Oh, um, what? Shit, bitch. Holy God. shit. I thought about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, great. Oh, what? So she th- she heard a thump coming from above her bedroom. And she actually started, she saw nails popping out of the ceiling. Ah! The bedroom ceiling. What kind of, sorry, what kind of, sorry, I'm sorry. What kind of nails? Like, like like construction like nails. Construction nails. Okay. Okay. Construction nails. A human Thank was not you. reaching their hand through the ceiling oh into her. God. Room. No. But so it was like around two thirty a.m. Tracy felt as if something quote something just ain't right. <laughs> she heard noises in the attic. She saw the nails popping out. She was like, "This is some polter poltergeist stuff is going on." So her adult sons. Two of her adult sons and her nephew go up to see what the fuck is going on. They go up into the attic and they don't find a ghost. They quote, they found a man. He had packed all the coats and jackets, all these coats and jackets into the heating unit and was sleeping in the heating unit. Tracy had told the local news um, saying it was her ex-boyfriend. And he then ran downstairs and out of the house before police got there. What? Yeah. He had been living in her attic for two weeks since he had been released from prison. <gasps> the two had broken up more than tw- more than twelve years ago, <gasps> and she had never considered getting back with him. Despite he was claiming in these letters that he sent from jail that he had changed. Was uh, he in prison f- for those whole twelve years, and then that then he showed up? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh. Um, so for significant, significant portion of that time at least um, but anyway so she had thought he had gone to Charlotte after his latest arrest but anyway up in the attic they found this part's kind of gross they found uh, several Route 44 Sonic cups like Sonic the restaurant cups oh. filled with feces and urine oh. sure um, and they also saw that he had somehow rigged the ceiling vents so he could actually get a clear shot of looking down at Tracy from the bedroom so he could, like, watch her sleep. Um, what were the nails? <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> like, I think it was just from him moving around and it was, like, causing, like, the... That's, I think that's a thing. The nails just kind of fall out if it's, like, not good construction. I think they were fingernails. I don't know anything about anything, but checks out. I feel like they would have articulated 
fingernails. Yeah, they would have said. And then she saw a man reach his hand through solid <laughs> Thor, like finger, ceiling. fingernail clippings. <laughs> it would just being dropped through the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. What if you were in bed and like someone was cutting their nails above you and you couldn't figure out where it was coming <laughs> oh, from? No. <laughs> No. no. You have fingernail clippings in your bed. You live alone, and you know you didn't put them there. No. I hate that. Oh yeah, that no. I would. So the only like a- the only access to this attic was through the door. Uh, is through a door from inside the home, and it's in the hallway that connects her children's bedrooms, <clears throat> according to Local Eight, which was one of the channels she had been reporting to, and she was like, "It had me all flabbergasted." And how can you look at someone through an air vent, all this stuff? Anyway, uh, he's still at large. They never caught him. Oh. oh. Mm, yep. Big nope. Big nope so, energy. That was my three-pack of terrible, horrible shit of people oh. living in the walls or attics. Oh. Can you believe this shit? No. I yeah. I wish uh, I hadn't. Uh, people I'm sorry. in your living space. <laughs> Without your knowledge, knowledge or consent, I feel like I should have gone in the middle. Is I wasn't gonna end with child yours, rape and kidnap. Yours and had unsolved murder. Quadruple murder. Quadruple teen murder. Yeah. At least in yours, the victim escaped and he went away for four hundred years. I guess that's valid. Four hundred years. <laughs> See, but now everyone gets to go home with the knowledge that there could be someone just living in your walls, and you would never know. That's true. Well, Check you your would walls. Know Check your attics. Eventually, you hear the thumps. Listen for thumps. Pay attention. Make sure every finger nail clipping is accounted for. <laughs> what? What did I? How did I garble that? Every single. Every single one. Every single finger nail quipping. I... So today we had um <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Burger Chef murders. So we had the uh, uh, the the uh, kidnapping of Elizabeth Schoff. And Lydia. I had a people in the walls three pack, blister pack. People in the walls. Three b- booster Just, pack. Yeah. Thank you. That's right. God, can you believe this shit? Oh, okay. As always? Uh, as always, you can uh, email us at canyoubelievepod at gmail.com. That's canyoubelievepod at gmail.com. Um, email us stories, um, email us topics, email us facts, and things like that. If you're still mad at Lydia for last week's rapid incident, um, are people we're still mad at me? No, um, we're still accepting emails. I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about not letting you into my house as punishment. Oh. <laughs> no. Podcast about. I I'd actually forgotten a... until Dominic just rudely reminded me <laughs> right now. I also just remembered I have a fact. Okay. Should I just rattle it off right now, or should yeah, I be finished? Sure. Okay, well, guess what? There's so I think it was in like Berlin. I don't ha- I don't have it written down. I'm giving it to you by memory. But there's a phone number and it's area code eight eight eight, and then it's eight 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 eight. There's only like four people who've had it and they all died. Oh, <laughs> all of them. Like violently or just like suspiciously, like, just or like just in general, just died like rap pretty rapidly. One, the first guy died of cancer, but he he like. Um, the, the next guy was a mob boss. He got assassinated. And then I think there was a car crash. But the phone company stopped giving it out. They won't give it to anyone. Oh, my God. Aww. 
It's like they were when you retire a jersey number. Yeah, they're like, nope, it's a curse, curse <laughs> it's number. It's death and a phone number. So if you ever get a phone call from a number that's all eights, don't trust that shit. Do not answer it. That is one missed call. The movie is happening to you. Do, 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 do. You got to pull the battery phone, a battery of your phone, flip phone out, even though you know that doesn't work because you've seen the movie. Also, batteries the don't come out of phones anymore. The only way is to go to the old burnt down yeah. hospital orphanage and find that like little baby with the cell phone who's like sending text messages and like, you know. So we also have an Instagram at CYBSPod. Um, our social media is at CYBSPod. Facebook, Twitter. We're all over the place. Um, you can find us. But, but like, do you, they want to? <laughs> you tell me, Lydia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what I've done. I've taken a turn. Uh, and, um, as always, Mothman is out there. And Mothman, he loves you. Does he? Um, yes, he does. And also, don't sue us. Please. Please. And thank you. Bye.